What's going on, guys? What's going on, Level Up Nation? Thank you for tuning in for the newest episode this year. This is episode three of the quarantine series. That's what I'm going to call it. Today, I'm going to start with a few examples, and you can decide for yourself whether you're in the car, uh, probably at home, or in the gym, uh, which would be at home. Or if you're on a run, great for you. I need to get in doing that. But uh, I'm going to start with a few examples, and I want you to decide if you relate to any of these. So the first example is how you feel like half of you is taken when you break up with somebody or when you've been broken up with. When a breakup occurs, you feel like half of you is now gone, like you're so confused and lost. Or it could be being let go from a certain job. It could be that you had plans and you thought that this was God's plan for you, but then something got shooken up and now you're not doing it and you're so lost. You're so confused. You don't know where to start, right? I think a lot of us, if not all of us can pinpoint a time in our lives where we have been confused, where we felt like we lost a part of us. And I'm going to tell you why that is. So I'm going to kind of go background and talk about a uh, specific psychologist. His name is Eric Erickson. And Eric Erickson is a developmental psychologist. And he looked at the lifespan from um, conception to natural death and broke it into different chunks. So you have like an infant, you have early childhood, middle childhood, adolescence, emerging adulthood, adulthood. And then it goes on and on. I'm not up there yet, so I forgot those ones. And in each of these different areas of life, we are going to be struggling with a different psychosocial virtue, as he calls it. So, for example, an infant struggles with the virtue of hope. If a baby is left unattended for too long without a mom coming to comfort it, it can uh, develop this barrier where it doesn't have hope because it wasn't saved when it, when it felt like it needed it. But on the contrary, it could also be overextended with hope to the point where it becomes dependent upon people later in life because it didn't learn when it needed the self-suit. So there's a perfect balance in that. Uh, so for adolescence, you know, I know a lot of my listeners are still in high school or just getting out of high school and adolescence, the biggest thing you're really focusing on is the acceptance of your friend group. And so a lot of what you do is about fitting in with the group. It's about having an image that allows you to feel confident with the people you're around. It's not necessarily about what your parents think. It's more about that. I know I should really struggle with that a lot. I wanted to, you know, be a part of the cool kid crowd. And, uh, and I just was like, anything my parents said is like, you don't understand me. It's not sure they understand. They just don't know how to communicate it well. And then, uh, and now in emerging adulthood, which is where I'm at now, we struggle with commitment. We're trying to figure out what we want to commit ourselves to for the next 10 years, five years for our life. And our identities are constantly changing. This is going to be a conversation about identities. If you hear me yell at my pup, she's near all the wiring for the computers and I don't want her to get that. Come here, Cola. And so... With that said, um, there's something interesting to know about the adolescence to emerging adulthood, which like 70% of my listeners are within that span. So adolescence really happens until you're about 18 years old. Uh, emerging adulthood can happen from anywhere from ages 18 all the way to 25, 26, 27. And depending upon where you are in your life, you're going to have some sort of mix of these two. 
until you're at a certain point. So for someone who right after high school, they um, go and get a full-time job and then maybe like a year later they move out on their own. They're going into emerging adulthood much sooner than somebody who went away to university or somebody who stays at home because the independence that it takes to go and do something like live on your own is so much greater than being in like a dorm room. Um, but you still are pushing your envelope and becoming more uncomfortable about being in that dorm room. However, you're still stuck in this big social circle where social life is such a priority for so many people in college where you haven't necessarily developed the same amount of independence that you would at, out in your own. So emerging adulthood really happens after a lot of people graduate college, they graduate college, they get an apartment, they get into a job in a city that they don't know, and now they're really learning how to become extremely independent and in what they want to commit their lives to. And that's where we start, you know. Um, for me, my identity was wrapped up in football for so long. You know, um, for those that know my story, you know I dropped out of high school and I was I had a fantastic senior season, had the opportunity to play football in a lot of places. And I chased that football dream even after dropping out after all my mess ups and I had an opportunity to do so, but something felt off. You know, I was paying my own bills. I was working 30 hours a week on top of taking my school classes and there was no way that I would have been able to play football without my car getting repossessed. And I was about to uh, propose to my now wife and I just knew that there was more to life outside of football. And when I decided to stop playing football, that which was almost two years ago now, it's been a challenge to overcome that aspect of my identity. I constantly think back to the times as a football player and the success I had in football and the motivation I had for football. And when I do that, I am robbing myself of the current realities that I live and the current identities I'm supposed to be clinging to and adapting to, you know? And so all of us are going to have this at a certain point, like a breakup, a breakup. It's like, it's, uh, it's, Jerry plus Sally and Sally leaves Jerry and now Jerry used you know, they did for two years and and Jerry constantly thinks oh it's Jerry and Sally Jerry and Sally oh I, I go and do this with Sally this is I went to this restaurant with Sally and then they break up and every time you pass that restaurant you're like she used to eat there <laughs> you know and uh and so this is something that's really important to know is that your identity was stripped from what it was. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just the reality of what it is. And being able to identify this allows you to say, okay, well, wait, what do I want my reality? What do I want my identity to be like? And so it's important for us to set goals that are in accordance with our roles in life, our roles. I, I also consider identities. So right now I am, I'm trying to solidify my identity as a husband. That's something so new to me. Um, and really only in the past month have I really opened up my eyes and I've been married for close to eight, nine months now. And, but I never realized, oh, it's such, it just kind of happened. And now that I can become more intentional about it, I get to dive into how I can be a better husband. The same goes for wanting to be a good student. If you are, if you're in college and you're not wrapping your identity around being a student, you're going to have a hard time wanting to do your schoolwork because it's not in accordance with your with your belief system about yourself. And so these are really important things when it when it's talking about getting in alignment with your life. And this is the scary part about it is when we're in this emerging adulthood area where we're really trying to find out what we want to commit to. Like early on, it's what major do I want to be after graduation? It's like, well, what career path do I want to take? Which girl do I want to date? Which whatever it is, you know? And so 
with that said, it's important to commit to things and try things. And if they don't work out, it's fine. Just commit yourself to something else. And it's a, it's a discovery process. We can't be afraid to commit ourselves to the things that we desire. You know, uh, do you want to start a business? Yo, you should go and try that. And do you want to be a missionary and travel overseas and do mission work? Yo, go and do that. You're going to find out so much about yourself and you're going to create just wonderful memories the entire time. And that's what's going to be able to look back. It's not going to be easy. This isn't something that's easy, but you know, you grab your journal and you write down what identities you've been clinging to in the past that are holding you back from today and write down the identities that would be in alignment with your current realities. And once you do that, you're going to feel so much more at peace with who you are and where you're going. Okay. This is how you can actually set goals that make sense instead of always needing to be the center of attention. That's something that I always do with my goals. I always had to feel like I had to be great, but you can be great in the most normal ways. And really living that normal life is so important to your well-being. Now, being normal does not mean that you can't be great. You can be both, but we don't need to be flamboyant about who we are. We don't need to prove anything to anyone. We just need to do it for the sake of doing it, for the sake of the people around us. That's why it's so important to identify the roles in our life. This is just a quick little episode. You know, I hope you guys grab something out of this. I know that this time with the quarantine has given us all a massive amount of time to think. And when we think too much, sometimes those thoughts go rampant. We can't control them and we can kind of get into a downward spiral of our thought process. So I want you to check your thought process and say, hey, right now I got the time to work on myself. I got the time to think about things that matter and just enjoy the moment. Presence is so key. So key. This is coming from a guy who's really trying to do that. Um, you know, I was one, I was told by my, uh, by my life coach, she told me that this virus is not creating new mental health problems for people. Rather it's exposing people to the mental health problems they had that were suppressed by the busyness of their lives. So if you're struggling with something internally, just know that this is something that's being exposed and it's for the good. This is a positive thing because now you can address it. You can move forward from it and come out of this quarantine, out of this epidemic with so much more confidence, calmness, and peace in your life. That's all for me, folks. If you want to – folks, <laughs> sound like I'm on an old commercial or cartoon. If you want to reach out on Instagram, please shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought. The Instagram page is levelup.pod. My user my personal username is sam sullivan v-i-i-i please feel free to reach out on both those platforms if you have a question a comment a concern i'd love to hear it and also if you haven't already please leave a review on the itunes rankings that's how we get more exposure and how people are bought into the level up mission and that really goes a long way thank you guys so much god bless level up